We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. You have the college football playoff rankings last night, and this is the first time that they've done something. They've presented us with four that made me worry. And I'm not talking about the four that are in. I'm talking about the rankings of the four that are in. Because to me, there was no way that you could put Clemson second over Oklahoma and Miami. Mm -hmm. You want to sit there and tell me that Clemson gets ahead of one of them for whatever their fakakta reasons are. I'll give you that. But to tell me that Clemson is number two over both of those teams? No way. Now, we talked on whatever day it was, Monday of this week, and, and I said that Oklahoma, I think, is is the number two team in the country. I think that their resume is clear, and I thought that the committee would agree with that. And I was part of that take was saying that this is what the committee has done before. I really do believe that they're going to go ahead and give that number two slot to Oklahoma. But what Kirby Hocutt basically was saying you know, last night is like, well, Clemson's defense is so great, and they're winning on the road, and they're breaking this stuff down. And I'm like, you use the term moving the goalpost? Yes. And and I felt like that last night. It's like when – I don't remember. Maybe I'm wrong. But when in the last couple of years of this college football playoff committee thing, have they talked about one unit over another Thank you. being determined Thank you. in who's better of a team? Thank you. Are you winning? That should be the final straw. That's the threshold. Are you winning? And you want to talk about winning on the road? Who knocked off two top ten teams, top five teams on the road? Or at least one top five team, yep. Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And then you knocked off a team that's a top ten in Oklahoma State on the road. So why not give up 52 points? That hell of offense. They've been scoring like that on everybody. Even TCU's defense, they put over 30 on them. Mm-hmm. Only 13 on my Longhorns in overtime. So I don't care about that unit. Are they winning? And look at their offense. Who can stop them? Iowa State did, yes, after they posted 30 on them. But, yeah, they stopped them. They had a bad day. So that that's a ridiculous notion. Everyone's holding on to that. Any All the detractors. And first of all, I can't I said this like I can't believe I'm sitting here. Pair in the water for Oklahoma as a, as a Longhorn, but I did have them in my preseason college football poll. I thought they would make it to the to the, to the playoffs. So that being said, why are you sitting here and, and holding the fact that their defense hasn't just been a shutdown defense, holding out against them? And you look at their loss. I would say Iowa State could hang with Syracuse. Syracuse, an unranked team, had knocked off anyone until they knocked off Clemson. What have they done since then? Maybe won one ball game. I think that's about it. So you're looking at this this defense of Oklahoma, and, and you, you're 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 disparaging them. But all they do is win. That's it. They win. So it's, it's, I have not heard this either. Just like you hearing Hocutt say, "Well, their defense is not still, and now everyone is jumping on that bandwagon." Well, it's the Big Twelve; they don't play defense. Well, Auburn didn't play defense last year in that Sugar Bowl when OU put thirty-five on them. Alabama didn't play defense 
in that Sugar Bowl three three years ago when Oklahoma put 45 on them, did they? Yeah, and if you're going to make so much of a big deal about Oklahoma's defense, then you have to make a bigger deal about their offense. If you're going to focus on a singular side of the ball to determine who the best team in the country is, then you might as well put Oklahoma at number one because there isn't a unit in college football anywhere better than Oklahoma's offense. But somehow that isn't as important to them as their defense. And, and I know it's tough to make these determinations as to what is more important, good wins or bad losses. I know that that is not an easy thing to do, and that's why when you put these committees together, you have people having discussions about it and dissenting opinions, and you get to a certain place. But when Kirby Hocutt is speaking for the committee, and he's talking about all these Clemson victories, and he's talking about the teams that they played, and these wins that they had, and what Miami hasn't done, and that's why Clemson is ahead of Miami. You know what Miami also didn't do? They also didn't lose to Syracuse. (laughs) And to me, that's a big deal. Right. They haven't lost to anyone. That is a big deal. And and, and in the past, you've talked about, what it, it, I remember when it was Florida State, and they had close victory after close victory. They kept snatching victory out of the jaws of defeat. And, and, and Clemson is having these close wins, and, and it's not a negative in my eyeball. It's not a negative at all. And, and so if you want to factor in that Kelly Brown was, it was injured, he limped into that Syracuse game, fine. The defense didn't limp into it. And they couldn't stop Syracuse. So uh, you, you can't have it both ways. So if, you, if you're if Florida State a couple of years ago, hey, you, you're too many close victories. You, you, you're tempting fate. Uh, that's going to catch up with you eventually. But, yeah, they're in the playoffs. And now if you're posting 50 and 60 points on teams, that's looked upon a negative because your defense isn't just completely shutting down the opposing offense. Uh, that, that It doesn't jibe at all. So they're, they're coming up. On the fly with these different reasons why Oklahoma shouldn't be have more consideration when they've knocked off three top ten teams, three of them, three top ten teams, two on the road. Yeah, and, and so I, I don't get that. I don't get it whatsoever. And I, and I had I actually amended mine uh, last night. I had I did have Clemson just ahead of Oklahoma, and then I had Miami. Uh, and, and Miami, yeah, great victory. Wonderful victory, complete ball game. Two weeks in a row, you had a. I wouldn't say uh, the Virginia Tech was a complete uh, ball game because you had the turnovers, but you were able to overcome that. They're three, and uh, they're three. Uh, you're three, and they're four, uh, and you overcame that. But last week, well, that was a thorough butt whipping you put on Notre Dame. Okay, let's see if you can go out and, and continue to do that. But you've been playing teams like UNC close. You didn't say anything about that. UNC should probably should have beat them. Yeah, and and I think that after what we saw this past week, I thought that there was a chance that there would be a heavy debate because of Oklahoma's resume and because of what the committee has said before about the victories that you have and the losses that you have, that there would be people in that room that wanted Oklahoma number one over Alabama after their test that they had in Mississippi State. I actually thought, not that they were going to do it, but I actually thought that Kirby Holcutt last night would be saying, you know, there were a lot of people that thought that Oklahoma should be number one over Alabama. We ended up going out. But then to have Clemson number two, and that was the discussion. And I'm telling you that they can say whatever they want about the last year and what happened and the brand names and the coach and none of that matters and we strip it down and we look at these teams and what they did this year. Bull crap. There is no way 
that if Clemson didn't win the title last year and hasn't gone to -to back-to-back national championship games, that they're number two. If you just look blindly at the resume, there is no way that they are number two. And that's exactly what they're looking at. And you go down a little further in, in the rankings from last night, Washington's sitting there with two losses. Michigan State has three, and they were just thrashed, thoroughly embarrassed, by Ohio State, but with three losses, they're ahead of the Pac-12 team, Washington. That shows that the Pac-12 gets no love. SC was at 11 last week. They're still at 11 this week. No love whatsoever for the Pac-12. So they can sit there and feel disrespected. So there's no rhyme or reason, and maybe this is exactly what they want. It gives us something to vent about, but it just... That bothered me, the fact that the Pac-12 and, and Washington in particular was behind a 7-3 team. And also, I know Auburn just beat Georgia head-to-head, but Auburn's sitting there with two losses. I would have flipped that. I would have had Auburn, Georgia still ahead of Auburn. And, 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 you know, Auburn controls its own destiny. Georgia controls its own destiny. I'd say the top seven teams control their own destiny. Uh, and, and so, but I would have flipped that as well. Yeah, and I, I was surprised that that – because they haven't done that in the past. I mean, they've had head-to-head matchups where the loser with one loss and the winner with two losses that the loser is still ahead of them. I know this was you know, a blowout in a, in a sense, but I, I, was, I was surprised by that too, that a team that's number one falls that dramatically when you know they still have an opportunity to play for a national championship. I just I, – last night, as I said, I'll say it again, last night was the first time I got scared. By this, by this group. I was not scared by them prior. I am now scared by them. And for Wisconsin sitting at five, I did expect that. Uh, these, these four teams I thought would be the four teams. I thought Wisconsin would be at five. I wouldn't worry about it so much because now is not what matters for you. I mean, you still have an opportunity, a huge opportunity to go undefeated, and you're good enough to do it. Not that it's not going to be difficult, but you're good enough to do it. And if you do, especially what's going on, and the rest of the country and teams beating up each other, and you know Miami and Clemson are going to be facing one another, uh, and you know the SEC title game is going to hang a loss on somebody, that if you you will get in. I am now confident in that uh, after seeing what happened to Georgia that yeah. Wisconsin will get in if they are undefeated. But like I said, the top seven, they, they control their destiny. Wisconsin's in that number. Another ranked team after winning their first ball game versus a ranked opponent uh, this this past weekend, uh, knocking out, uh, literally knocking out Iowa. Now, Northwestern is in the rankings, and they did defeat them early. As a matter of fact, Northwestern has probably played them the best, held them about 110 yards rushing, uh, the lowest total on, on the season. First team to score on Wisconsin in the second half as as well. So now Michigan rose in there. I think they the rankings had them at 20-something, 22. Uh, AP has them as Michigan at 19. So Wisconsin controls its own destiny. Those top seven, they all do. And, and now the, the proposition of two teams from the SEC getting in, remember everyone was talking about Georgia and Alabama, if they meet undefeated and they have a close one, one of those games of the century, uh, you know, there's a possibility that both of them could get in. And I think that now shifts to the ACC with Miami and, and Clemson. If they meet up and, and Miami's still undefeated, and and they have uh, Virginia this week, and then I believe they go to 
I uh, can't recall. Well, I'll look it up. But they, they go on the road for that last one. And, and, and Clemson, they're going to have a tough one with South Carolina because this South Carolina team, as Georgia found out, is uh, much better than they were a season ago. So we'll see how they end the season up. But now there's a possibility that at Pitt, thank you, Mike, Miami's at Pitt. You, oh, that's right. I'm yeah. going to the game. Yeah. I don't oh, know. you are going to go. You decided yeah, to go. I don't know why the hell that didn't <laughs> register with me when you brought it up. Because I'm actually going to. Oh, you decided to go. Good for you. That's a terrible job by me. I apologize. Because no. this whole week I've been talking to people about getting tickets, and then you're <laughs> sitting there asking who they're playing. I'm going to the game, and I don't answer you. Huh. Well, okay. I'm used to it, G. Anyway. No. <laughs> but anyway, so now if they, if Miami and, and Clemson meet, and they're right there with zero losses and one loss, uh, there's a good possibility that maybe if that's an epic game, and it comes down to you know, it's a one-score uh, deficit or, or margin of victory for one, uh, that we could be seeing both of those getting consideration for the playoff. I also don't like the fact that it seems like there are conferences that they decide, all right, they're not good enough as a whole for us to discuss them. You mentioned the Pac-12. Like, all right, the Pac-12, because you're a Pac-12 team, you're not getting respect. You know, And also the group of five stuff comes up every year. But UCF at 15, I mean, is that really the message you want to send to the group of five schools that are hanging around and always one of them is doing an amazing job? Like, I'm not saying that they are one one year is going to deserve to be in a top four. And, you know, maybe one year, one if it goes to eight, they're in the top eight. But to me, it's like it just sends a bad message. It's almost like you, there's not a damn thing you can do to get our respect. And we're going to let you know about it by throwing you there at 15. Well, they've known that for, for some time, uh, that uh, they're not going to uh, get the benefit of the doubt. Those those uh, group of five teams, and that's why they've been, uh, each and every year, it seems since we've entered into this new playoff system, they have been having a meeting of the minds to somehow develop a playoff of their own and in, in which the winner of that playoff uh, gets invited to the, the bigger dance. Uh, and, and so they're still trying to wrap their arms around a some type of postseason uh, playoff that will then attract the, the bigger boys. And, and when the bigger boys voted for autonomy and, and they received it, uh, pretty much from NCAA and the, the group of five guys, they they knew, hey, uh, our 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 days are numbered as far as being invited to to play with these guys. Yeah, we'll go take their money during the regular season. Matter of fact, a lot of them don't even want to play us during the regular season because of the prospect of of possibly falling to us. Uh, you know, Boise State back in the day, everyone was was fearing them because they'd go anywhere and play anybody anytime, and and more times than not, held their own if not winning the ball game. So, uh, yeah, UCF undefeated, playing some great football high scoring offense in, in in college football right now and and yet uh, they're just sitting there at 15. Yeah, I, I really thought we'd see them go up a little bit more, but I guess it really doesn't matter in the end. And by the way, back to that Miami Pitt game for a second. They mm-hmm. announced on Monday the kickoff time. It's a noon kickoff ah. for that. And that's why I decided to go because cool. it's perfect for me. But noon kickoffs, you know what noon kickoffs are? They're upsets. Thank you. Noon kickoffs are upsets because yep. you got a sleepy team mm-hmm. on the road. That place probably isn't going to be filled because the Pitt fans are like, what the hell? They're going to fill it. I bet they fill it. Thanksgiving, too, the day after Thanksgiving. I don't think that they will, man. So, it, it, you don't think they'll fill that? Because the, they're thinking like you. 
This could be a signature no. win. They knocked off Clemson a year ago on the road. Now Miami comes in here undefeated, possibly. Listen, Noon kickoffs, the student body's not there. You got to – because the campus and Heinz Field mm-hmm. are far apart. The kids don't get up and go. It's just not a good situation for a great crowd there. I, I may be wrong. I think it's going to be sleepy. I think it's going to be a sleepy okay. crowd. It just sort of just sets up for – because then you don't feel like you're really playing an important game in that type of deal. True, uh, like, right, man, yeah. It's like the morning, and then all of a sudden, fourth quarter sneaks up on you, and you're down and, seven, and, and, and what the hell? And and, and you go in, and, and if you're correct, and the, the stadium is half full or three-quarters full, and, and and you're right, that doesn't help you get your, your adrenaline going. And, and, we, and Miami may experience that this weekend versus Virginia. You go into that Orange Bowl, and or is, is, is it going to be as crazy? Is it going to be a, just a, a surreal frenzy like they enjoyed last weekend in and, and primetime versus is Notre Dame. Everybody's going to be walking around with their, their their turnover chains and all that, sauced up, having fights and out by the concessions. Probably not, because it's Virginia that's walking in there. And, and so you, you're going to have to find Miami, the players find it, that, that extra source of, of, of motivation knowing that it's that, uh, that bowl, the Hard Rock Stadium, is not going to be as hyped as it was a week ago. What did you think of the rankings? Do you agree with Brian and I that Oklahoma should be at number two and not number four and they overrated Clemson last night? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We will get to your calls, but first, here is the big fella. That's right. You may or may not be an athlete, but I still know that pain for anybody is a real bummer, regardless of your vocation or age. Know this. Relief Factor is not just for athletes or retired athletes like me. Brian Jones here, in case you didn't know, and for the first time ever, I'm endorsing a pain reliever that is 100% drug-free. And that is so important to me, and I know it is to you. And no, just because I'm a retired football player with aches and pains that, quite frankly, I deserve because of what I put my body through, doesn't mean you can't lower or eliminate your pain as well. Back pain, neck pain, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot pain can keep you from walking, sleeping through the night, golfing, playing tennis, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. The good news is this. Relief Factor makes available a three-week quick start for only $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Go to relieffactor.com to order now. That's relieffactor.com. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of Mike, he put something on the rundown that I didn't get a chance to ask him about yet because sometimes he'll put these opinion pieces in the rundown, you know, where... It's not like a story that we have an opinion on. It's his opinion that he would mm-hmm. like us to talk about. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll ask him exactly what he means. Sometimes I won't. But this one I didn't. Everyone on Twitter with the same jokes waiting around for the college football playoff rankings. So what right. are these same jokes? Well, because the college basketball game was going on last night, everything was delayed a bit, and everybody on Twitter had to be funny and come up with some joke about the delay and you put some picture of some guy biting his nails waiting. It was just the same thing over and over again. Who could be funnier about that we had to wait 12 more minutes to hear the rankings? Oh, okay. So you just thought that, that was stupid. It was annoying. Right. Like everybody with the with the memes and right. the, the gifs and the bull crap. And 15 just, freaking minutes. Relax. And that, and that no, bothered, no, no. It bothered me because uh, usually they, the rankings are at 7, 7.30, somewhere around there, but they waited till after the first basketball game. So... Had to sit around the studio waiting on the rankings to come out. Could have been home by then. Yeah, but you didn't tweet out something stupid. No. Right, to annoy Mikey B. It's a vibe. Next time I will, knowing that it will annoy him. (laughs) 
Well, I don't follow you on Twitter. Oh. What's your least favorite <laughs> meme last night that you saw? I don't remember. Somebody biting his nails waiting, I think. The the feeling win. The the face win. Get high. There's all sorts. I mean, it's mm. I I am with you on that. There's too many memes these days. And if you look at like someone who tweets out like anything, a popular person who tweets out something, half the responses to that are now gifs. Like it's just every single time. It's not people even saying anything right. anymore. Yeah. My group text with my friends that I hate, that I go out of and leave the conversation all the time, and then somehow I'm back in it. Half of it now is yeah. memes and gifs. Yeah. Like, just say something. Yeah. <laughs> Emojis, and I have no idea what the hell they're talking about. Emojis, I can take. I'm used to that. But uh, I'm not. Anyway. Speak. Speak, please speak. We're in the communication yes. business. All right, Bogus is with us this morning. What's going he on, can Bogus? Speak. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, so seventh-year senior Grayson Allen had himself a night in Chicago. <laughs> Big possession for Duke. Allen off of a screen. Straight on for three. Hits it! My goodness! Grayson Allen going to work, and Duke leads by seven with one minute to go. David, Did you feel good for him at all last night? That was cool watching that. Uh, yeah, I don't feel bad for him. I, don't, I, I guess I'm indifferent. It doesn't yeah. matter. We'll see if he can... Uh, keep his emotions in check. I did see Coach uh, K, Mike Krzyzewski, give an interview, and he was uh, riled up when someone even brought up the fact that, that Grayson Allen, Allen has been mired by his uh, oh, reaction to like, certain things. I mean, please, come on, Coach K, you got to know that's happening. Yeah, at this he point. said, that's the past. Leave it in the past. Well, we'll see. It might be the future. It might be the present again. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I just can't muster up any like for the guy. I, I just, I can't, even after last, I was sympathetic last year and I saw him like break down and like I tried to have his back a little bit and, and I, and I felt bad for him then. And then I, then it just went away when I saw his face last night. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm not, I it just, I like you until I see you. And I'm saying that almost <laughs> in a complimentary way because he embodies that program and everything about it. I mean, he's an annoying, good white player which is exactly what Duke has built themselves on over the last, I don't know how many years. So he's <laughs> they that. They annoying black guys. <laughs> uh, not as many, right? I mean, if you think about it, it's not no, as many. Who cares? Elton Brand, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. not, it's not yeah. a big deal. No, they weren't annoying at all. Uh, no, no, not, not really. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just look at him. Just like, oh. <laughs> you can't like him if you're not a Duke fan, right? <laughs> Let's go through the list of annoying white Duke players. Hmm. Leitner and Hurley. They're the originals. And then Reddick. Mm-hmm. And now him. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Yep. All right. There's I mean, got to be one that we're missing in there. But those that's the, the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's Woj. Yeah, but they yeah. weren't as evil uh, as. No, nah, he wasn't. He was. I wouldn't put him on. Right, wasn't wasn't mm. as evil as mm. exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but of course, I mean Leitner, the entire that whole uh, thirty for thirty. I hate Christian Leitner. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Did Paulus go to Duke? Yeah, right. Paulus. Yeah, yeah. 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 annoying white Duke player. Yeah. Right, yeah. and but went he, to Syracuse. That's right. Went to Syracuse as well. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's someone else. I'm sure someone's going to tweet us a couple others. But the bottom line is, it's just like that's what they do. So you you were you were trying to move on from Cherokee Parks. <laughs> <laughs> Cherokee Parks. Oh, Mikey B. What right. a great day. Yeah. Cherokee Parks. Uh, you were trying to move on, and then you saw his face on the television. You yeah. saw him throwing up 37, big three there. In uh, late in the ball game, and usually like, I like the redemption story thing, yeah. and everybody's on him, and now he's doing well. I just can't do it 
with him. I mm. just I just can't do it. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that'll change if he goes and wins a championship or something, and I'll feel good for him. I you don't won't. know, but I doubt it. Yeah, uh, David Schubert, but we had that highlight on the Blue Devils IMG Sports Network. Allen, a career-high 37 to start the Champions Classic in Chicago. Trey Duvall added 17 points and 10 assists as the top-ranked Dukies ran away from number 2 Michigan State 88-81. Sparty led by two with 4-12 to go. Fourth-ranked Kansas then got by number seven, Kentucky, in the nightcap, 65-61. 17 points for... You know, when I get a few open looks, oh, I, that's the, the basket gets... Oh, that's the wrong cut. That's Grayson Allen. I no. messed it up. I had a joke about Brian. Uh, that's yeah. what you get. Well, it's really... It's yeah. Greg's fault because we went on this whole Grayson Allen thing, and it uh, took good. away from playing... You shouldn't be joking about greatness. <sighs> I don't even want to do the rest of the update now. Well, now I you, don't think l- you should. L- let's go back and pretend that didn't happen. Okay, fourth-ranked Kansas got by number seven Kentucky in the nightcap, 65-61. 17 points for Fish. Makai Luke. <laughs> it's really Sphee. <laughs> All right, I'm glad that still works. With, no, it did. <laughs> I, I, forgot, I forgot about Fish. <laughs> Fish. <laughs> Play the hits. Yeah, I, yeah I, I really had forgotten about that. That, that fancy restaurant. Well, yeah. the, well, that, the best part about that... That whole segment was the fact that we were making fun of you because you couldn't remember things and, like, you were saying the wrong names of stuff. So I was challenging you on what you had for dinner last night to see if you remembered that. And then you said, I had fish. Fish. And then I said, all right, we now have full stroke. Like, there's no way that this is normal. Stop messing with me. All right. All right. That, was, that was good. Dust off fish. You're going to get me every time. Uh, so in between those games last night, the newest college football playoff rankings were released. They begin with Alabama after Georgia's loss at Auburn. The Bulldogs are now seventh. Those Tigers are sixth. The Tide would play Oklahoma. Clemson would get Miami if the semifinals were now. From the NFL, the league's chief medical officer has signed off on the Colt handling of QB Jacoby Brissett Sunday. He was allowed back into the game after a knee to the back of his helmet, then entered the concussion protocol after the game. The Celtic win streak is 13 after a 109-102 win in Brooklyn. Kyrie Irving scored 25 after missing a game with a facial fracture, and whichever Morris twin plays for Boston had 21 and 10 <laughs> boards. It's Marcus, by the way. The Raptors snapped the Rockets' six-game run, 129-113 in Houston. And San Antonio, a 97-91 win in Dallas. The Mavs are opening a second straight season at 2-13. and Baseball's award season continued with Minnesota's Paul Molitor and Arizona's Tori Lovello being named Manager of the Year. The Cy Young winners revealed tonight. As for free agency, USA Today says agent Scott Boris is asking for seven years and $210 million for outfielder J.D. Martinez. On ice, the Oilers blitzed Vegas 8-2, two goals for Connor McDavid, and Nashville won its fifth straight 6-3 over Washington. And U.S. soccer reportedly considering matches or a tournament with other nations that did not qualify for the World Cup, including Italy, Chile, the Netherlands, and what? your no, friends. No, can't do that. No, no, no. No consolation for not making the World Cup. You just sit your ass and watch like everyone else. Can't do that. It's yeah. ridiculous. We're going to start our own little term because we didn't make the big one. What? Yeah, that is, that's, that's, that's lame. And nobody, bracket. and nobody should give them money to televise it. No, whatever that is so is. lame. That's, what? <laughs> You're really that's upset about that. I'm sorry. Upset. I, my bad. Fish. Like Mac Brown trying to give the Longhorns rings when they didn't win the Big 12, although they should have won the Big 12, but a crazy tiebreaker rule. But they didn't win it. What did it say on the rings? Big 12 champions oh, wow. or co-champions or something oh, like that. Co- you didn't win it. 
If it said co, it's a little they bit They weren't better. even co-champions. They were, wow. Because the rules were fuzzy and crazy, but <laughs> the fact is you didn't win, you can't give them a ring for that. Oh. You can't have your own little tournament. Oh, we didn't make yours, so we're going to start our own. I guess I can't pass around these we're number one hats then, huh? <laughs> well, you give them to me. I'll take them to the DR. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike's in Myrtle Beach. He's on Gio and Jones. What's happening, Mike? How you doing, Gio and Jones? Hello, Great, Mike. Man. I listen at y'all every morning. I just want to chime in on the Clemson thing. I think y'all got it wrong on that one. Okay, tell us why. I think Notre Dame shouldn't have been in front of Clemson. And Clemson then beat some ranked teams. Well, Notre Dame shouldn't have been in front of Clemson last week? Yeah, the week when they put Notre Dame in front of Clemson with the one loss Clemson got. Yeah, but I mean I Notre, Notre Dame's one loss to was the was to the number one team in the country right. at the time. No, I'm just saying a few weeks ago they put Notre Dame in front of Clemson. Clemson should have been in the three spot the whole time. Uh, oh, okay, so but that has yeah. nothing to that has nothing to do with what happened last night. Uh, why do we have it wrong this time around with Oklahoma and Clemson? I think they got it right because I know um, Oklahoma doesn't be some key teams, but they shouldn't jump that high to me. I I I think the top four teams are right, but I think the order is right. Y'all saying Miami and Oklahoma should have been in front of Clemson. Yeah, I, I do. I disagree with that. And I just want to say it like this. I think Clemson going to beat Miami. Well, maybe. Okay. And well, they have that opportunity, yeah. but we're talking about right now. And, and it's not about what is going to happen. It's what has happened. Yeah. And uh, out of those four teams, you know, there are, what, two losses between those four teams. Who has the yeah. worst loss by far out of those four teams? Clemson. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's got to okay. be part of the story, right? Yeah, but, that, but I still don't think they should have jumped them <laughs> just because I know they're undefeated. Miami mm-hmm. and Oklahoma playing good. I still think Clemson should have been moved up. I think they got it right. Okay, all right. All right. You're, you're, you're a Clemson fan, Mike. But right? No, I, I watch it all. I mean, I, I watch college football every week. But I'm just that's just my opinion. Right. I'm just thinking how they had Clemson when they put Notre Dame in front of them. I thought Notre Dame should have, you know. If they want to do it that way, they can move up to the full spot, but not jump them. Okay. Just because they had that one loss with Syracuse. I'm going to say it like this, Mike. You wrong, man. Okay? <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to call back after the um after they play Miami and win. I'm going to make sure I call back. Well, that's fine. That's what's great about it. They get to play uh, Miami, Clemson does, and, and that'll, yeah. that'll determine a lot. So uh, we just disagree right now. Mike, what's on your agenda today? What do you got going on? Oh, I do. I got a movie service company here in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Oh, okay. cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. You don't actually, do you do the moving or do you schedule the moving? I schedule the moving. Oh, there you go, man. Baby. You don't want to do that moving. Hey, no, no, no. Man, those mo- moving sucks, man. I'm with you. Isn't it horrible? Yeah. It's just the worst. They pick it up Don't dressers. work them too hard, man. Yeah, exactly. Leave no. those guys alone. Give them a day off today, Mike. What do you think? Oh, no. Can't do that. We got to get it. <laughs> all right, Mike. <laughs> Call us back, all right, man? All right. All right. It's, uh, we got to get it. Yeah, I like Mike. Mike's up early getting it. <laughs> he is, man. <laughs> Scheduling those moves. How come I never got Mike when I was trying to move? Because that would make me feel good if I talked yeah, to Mike. True. Usually it's some idiot <laughs> who screws the whole thing up and tries to be super professional and is 
Oh, the last move I had was terrible. I actually tweeted about it, and I had the company right. call, yeah. company called me. It's like this isn't good for us. Uh, how can we uh, help you out? <laughs> I was like, have your guys do a better job. The last movers I had, they left me someone else's item and didn't even give a damn about it. <laughs> really? It's a like a vintage uh, poster. That's not even a poster. It's a it's a huge. Um, Mural of the Beatles walking. It's the Beatles, not the walk. But it's another vintage poster of them. Wow! But not the walk. You know what I'm talking about? That one where they're Abbey walking. Abbey Road. Abbey yeah. Road, exactly. But it's another one. There's only we, we researched. Is maybe four or five hundred of those that were <laughs> ever made. Yeah. And you didn't find who? I it didn't was? know what to do. They just left it. I said, "Dude, that's not mine." They shrugged their shoulders. So it's been down the guest bedroom for. You know, number of years <laughs> wow. sitting there. I don't know yeah. if that's the right etiquette there. I don't. I know it's not. But what was I to do? You call the moving company. You say I told who the else, damn movers. Who else did you got to go above that was them? Too much. Though. I was going on vacation. You got to go they, to a guy they, like Mike in Myrtle Beach and be like, "All right, this is what happened. Well, who used this crew?" And then you figure it out. I should have done that, but they moved me in, and I immediately left the next day. I got you. Go on vacation. Right. So. Uh, Connor, who's training on the board, has a haircut that was much <sighs> talked about this morning. and like It's one of those terriers, man. <laughs> <laughs> what it is is a southern haircut. That it's is a, not a southern haircut. I'm from the south. That is not a southern haircut. You're, you're from the south, but you're not the type of person that we're talking about. I'm talking about... An SEC college kid football fan has that haircut. And 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 most people agree with me. And I know it's tough to go against you in this deal because you've got more experience. I understand. But Mikey B said when he was down in Virginia, almost every kid who they went to Virginia. The South. They just want to be in the South. It's the South. Yeah. And then like he look if he put on an old miss sweatshirt right now, he would be right out of central casting. I've never seen that haircut on the, well, in the Grove. If Connor's okay with it, you can put up a picture on Twitter. We have a lot of affiliates down in that Just area. Just do a, a profile so you can see how well, it do a, You can out. do a couple of them. You can do from the front, do from the side. If, he's, o- really, if he's okay. If he's not comfortable with it, we won't do it. But if he's well, he okay was comfortable with, coming outside with it, so he should be comfortable with this. <laughs> but it's different, though. He's here to train. He doesn't want to be made of train his hair. spectacle of. He, he was almost comfortable coming in the studio yesterday. Saying inappropriate oh, things. Oh, no, right. Yeah, they did. I did ask him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I did ask him to do that. He was ready to do it, I heard. Is that? Oh, he was oh. waiting for it. Oh, you wanted that beat down. <laughs> oh, he's a team player. No, I just made, I just made that oh, up. Oh, really? Yeah, I he just, is from the South. I just, <laughs> no, I just made that up. He did not. <laughs> um, so, we'll see. We'll see what people say. Does he look like an SEC football fan? Does he look like... An old Miss fan. Does he have a southern haircut? Something like that. We'll figure out exactly where we want to put it. I bet you people are with me on this one. No. no. Nothing else. All right. No, they're not. Well, he's right. How would you come up with that anyway, Connor? I mean, would you just walk up and say, Man, I'm just going to pull everything forward? Just... I just can't afford a haircut right now. <laughs> Dude, you can comb can... it backwards, though. You can afford to do that, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that look looks good on me. This is and that one do. does. I bet you he cleans up, man. I bet you he does well with that thing. Well, he should clean up before he comes in here. I bet you he goes to a bar and women grab him by the front of that hair and pull him <laughs> right out. You're coming with me, you little cutie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Do with me what you will. <laughs> That's you. what it is. Okay, I, now it serves a purpose. Listen, nobody has that haircut if it's not working for him. Yeah, you, 
Thank you. You know what I'm there saying? There you go. He right. knows it works for him. Uh-huh. So he's keeping it. I'm start combing my like that. <laughs> I don't know. You'll look like Alfred Payton of the Magic. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up next, Jalen Brown of the Celtics said something very, very interesting that um, we have to debate. And uh, we'll come back and we'll do that next. Give us a call right now. 855-212-4CBS. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Jalen Brown of the Celtics said on the Taylor Rooks podcast, mm-hmm. and I got to give Taylor Rooks some credit. Mm-hmm. Taylor Rooks gets big names on she, this podcast. She always does. I was, we were talking about her a couple weeks ago. She used to be a colleague over at CBS Sports Network, and she gets huge names, marquee names. A-listers. She does. And then on top of that, she always gets them to say something newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Because. Well, Derek Rose, uh, that one was a little interesting. Well, that wasn't even the podcast. That was over at SNY, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't, I'm not yeah. sure about that one. Derek, but Michael Beasley. Rose, Michael Beasley, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Well, Michael that means was, it was newsworthy because yes. he was crazy. Oh, he was nuts. So, Jalen Brown said on the Taylor Rooks podcast that 80% of NBA fans think that they could take on an average pro. And I think that he's right about that they think that they can. Yeah. I mean, I really of do believe they do. that. Because people, when they're, they have a, a home court, whether it's their driveway or their local gym or a park somewhere, and they play, and they're out there shooting by themselves, and they're comfortable in that place. I know this because I had a driveway court I was dominant in. <laughs> yeah, you could bring anybody in there, and I'd, I'd be this there. This my house. Uh, really? It, my driveway. You think you could beat anybody? Yeah. You're like, I don't care who it is. Yeah. I could beat anybody right here. You get in the zone, right? And it's one-on-one. So you can't. It's not like you can outrun me down the court and beat me in transit. We're talking about one-on-one. And then they also think a lot of NBA fans, these guys don't play defense. Yep. So like, all right, I'll be, oh, they're going to give me room to shoot, and I'll shoot. I'll shoot the lights out. This is what they all think. Right. But most of them have never stood next to an NBA player. Thank you. And when you stand next to an NBA player, you immediately understand that there's not a damn thing you can do against that man. And even the guys that you don't think are that big are humongous. It's amazing. I was I, There's times that I've been next to guys going to events. Like a guy, for example, like Dwayne Wade. You don't think that Dwayne Wade's that big, right? You stand next to Dwayne Wade, you're like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. You, like, see him, you see him from afar, and, and that perspective doesn't do it justice how well put together these guys are. And I say it all the time. You know, you can look at someone who works out all the time and they're in good shape. Then go see a professional athlete, whether it's basketball, whether it's baseball, whether it's football, someone who works out now for their profession. Look at those guys. I can tell a professional athlete. I, I can tell a professional football player. I just look at them and, and how they're built, how they're constructed, and that's totally different than someone who does his his his, his darndest to, to work out each and every day to stay in shape. It's just a totally different look. I'm 245 pounds today, unfortunately, uh, and, and I played at 247, but it's it was a totally different 247 than this 245 I'm carrying right now. Uh, so, but yeah, go go to a game. You've been on the sidelines, even with the collegiate guys. Oh we were talking about this last week. I'm, I'm at this SEC championship game every year, and I'm just, damn, it looks like it hurt. And it 
does. But when you're so gifted and, and you're in shape and you've trained for those collisions, you know, you have a different perspective. But stand on the sidelines. Go sit courtside. You don't even have to be courtside and, and, and you know, get a real feel for what these guys put their bodies through and what they're doing on the court, and you'll come away with a whole different understanding of whether or not you could take one of them on. You can't. <laughs> no, no, even you if can't. you played in high school and you may have even played in college. You, you can't. You can't. You're, and you're not even going to be able to get a shot off. No. That's the thing. Like, you will not be able to get a shot off. Uh, and I've never sat courtside. That's one thing I've never done. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, yeah I know you have. Yeah. Is anybody else of you guys? Get they sweat I've on done you it know? a few times, yeah. Mm. A few times? At a pro game? Yes. Didn't really? you do it last year at the, the Nets? Oh, that's right. When your dad was in his, the wheelhouse of his career. Yeah, mm. we saw a few games, Garden and uh, that's the awesome. Continental Airlines That's arena. really, really cool. So cool. he used to get, because he was so big in the music industry at the time, he would get these tickets and you'd sit courtside. Uh, no comment. But, but yeah, but yeah. Yeah, no. We had, what do you we mean? Had, no comment. I don't want to talk. It's not, it wasn't in the CIA. I understand. What do you mean? No I don't comments. like talking. About it. Yeah, we had some. We What's had some, the big deal? He was at a black site. We saw. <laughs> we saw some cool games. Yeah. That's no comment. That's right. Magic Shack courtside. I mean, you're sweet. not talking about a mission in Fallujah. You're talking about courtside <laughs> at the Garden. Yeah, well, uh, saw the Nets and Magic. Okay, all right, cool. Shaquille O'Neal. That's awesome. I mean, that's really. And cool. you thought you could have taken on Shaquille, right? Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pete, do you ever sit courtside? Just a Big East tournament. Okay. At the Garden. But like courtside, courtside, or are those media seats that are good seats? The, that one table. Yeah, it's different. That's not that's not courtside. No. no I'm talking the not seat. Not a fan, no. Right, where you're right there. Mm-hmm. Like those whatever X amount of seats. I sat uh, this one, the one year I was with Indianapolis, and I went and saw the Rockets and the Pacers. And this was when our boy Elo was playing, and I was messing with him. And and about being from Lubbock and and all that stuff, and and so we had a good back and forth. But uh, those guys are huge, man. You'd be. I'll tell you this. So my recruiting trip. Speaking of these basketball players, my recruiting trip to Iowa. Uh, at Iowa was taking on Michigan this particular Saturday, and you had Roy Marble, the late Roy Marble. B.J. Armstrong was on that oh, team, yeah. and then Michigan. You had Ramil Robinson. Uh, you had Lloyd Vaught, Terry Mills. I mean, these guys were huge. I'm looking at these Michigan players like. Damn, they're bigger than the football players. They were just big. Joe Bear was a big point guard, roly poly point guard. I mean, they were just massive. It's like, damn. I love these guys. Sh- should, these guys should be playing football. Yeah, I love a chunky college basketball oh, Antoine point guard. Joe Bear. You know what I'm like? I love Great that name. Too. That guy's got like a little bit. He's got some girth on him, and he's like, <laughs> you know, like he's up there. He's calling out the plays. You yeah. know, he's like a nasty defender. He's got a little bit of male pattern baldness already. Man, you should have seen how huge these guys were. I was tripping. And that's back when you wore the little shorts. So, you know, thighs were just bursting out. It was amazing. Yeah, the UConn guy. What's his name again? Khalil, Khalid El Amin. Yeah, him. Oh. Played at UConn. Mm-hmm. Guy was, that's exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah. That guy. Well, my... I, I came here for a visit my first time ever in New York. I'm staying in the same hotel with Georgetown during the out, Big man. East. Uh, tournament. Those guys were massive as well. I understand time's running. I got it in, though. Gio and Joe, CBS Sports Radio. Bye! We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T Mobile.com.